Welcome to the Product Podcast, brought to you by Product School. Here, you'll get fresh insight from the people at the very top of the tech companies who make the products we love. Remember, you can learn product management live online. Visit productschool.com to discover our new certificate path. There, you can also join the world's largest community of PMs and network with the leaders from these podcasts at our online events. There's something happening almost every day. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Manmohan Sharma. Uh, today, I'm here to uh, give a webinar on remote product management uh, and the framework that we will be using for for remote program management is an OCD framework, uh, which is not an obsessive compulsive disorder, but it's organize, communicate, and delegate. These are the three components that that we'll use today uh, to to decide uh, how to how to manage uh, product management in a remote environment. So let me give you a brief background about uh, me uh, before getting into the topic. Yeah. So uh, so guys, my name is Manmohan Sharma, and I'm currently leading a cross border product at Amazon. Uh, I've been working with Amazon since 2015 after completing my MBA from Michigan Ross School of Business and have been working uh, across many innovative orgs in Amazon where when they were there uh, in their infancy, uh, such as Prime Now, Amazon Logistics, uh, and more recently Amazon Global Store, where I'm leading the development of new product that will improve the customer experience of our international uh, customers. And prior to MBA, I have held software engineering positions uh, in Mway, Walgreens, and Tata Consultancy uh, Services um, in across India, uh, Korea, and United States. So that has been my experience till date. Uh, now let's dive into uh, the, uh, the topic for today. Uh, so what makes uh, a PM job complex? The first thing that makes PM job complex is dealing with ambiguity, and as a PM, it is our responsibility to resolve the ambiguity for all our stakeholders. Uh, otherwise, getting their support uh, for your product will be a far-fetched idea uh, because every stakeholder is expecting a product manager to come up with a very, like, to come up with, with a clear objective of the project uh, and, and resolve all the ambiguity for, for them. And at Amazon, we are always working on problems that have never been solved before, which amplifies this complexity even further. I remember during my early uh, days at Amazon when I was getting accustomed to Amazon's environment, uh, my condition was very similar uh, to the one shown in, in this picture. Uh, working re remotely uh, makes this even more difficult uh, to resolve the ambiguity because you are deprived of those uh, small talks that you can have uh, in, in, in the hallway with your colleagues, teammates that uh, will that helps you build your knowledge and helps you understand the problem space. Uh, remote work uh, makes everything more formal because you have to go into a meeting with an agenda. Uh, developing a similar environment uh, remotely uh, is, is, is difficult. And I still remember when I was writing my first document at Amazon, uh, just a five minute converse, hallway conversation uh, with a colleague uh, converted my document from not so great to wow in, in two days. Uh, we just we were discussing about the structure of the document. Uh, what we, the document had all the components. It was just the structure that was missing. Just a five-minute conversation with my colleague changed the entire thing. So dealing with ambiguity and resolving it for your stakeholders is is the number one challenge that a PM uh, job entails, um, which is amplified with this uh, work from home scenario or or the remote uh, product management. The number second thing that is related to the complexity of managing multiple stakeholders, uh, like 
there are multiple stakeholders that a product manager is managing at any given point of time. So right from finance to customers to executives to public policy, at any given point of time, I'm working across like 10 different stakeholders, uh, which makes the job complex. Now, we have to make sure that all these stakeholders are aligned with our vision and are willing to support us in developing uh, and executing the product. Uh, and when you are in office, uh, you can see uh, most of them uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, which helps to develop that report. You can you can go there, you can meet them, you can you can discuss, have informal chats, which helps to develop that uh, comfort, that that trust with your stakeholders. Now, uh, like all of this is lost when you are in 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 a remote environment, making it more challenging to gain trust uh, and support for your project. Uh, now, these are the two things that that I believe uh, are are really really amplified when you are working in a uh, in a in a remote environment and fortunately i have been working in a remote setup uh, since the start of my career like in one form or the other uh, like in, in for example when i was in india i was uh, as, as a software engineer we had on on onshore uh, teams in us uh, the client was in us so we used to work through that remote setup so i have gained those those, uh, those skills that are required to be successful in a remote environment and uh, and and this and I've been using a framework uh, which is slightly different from this one, which is known as organize, delegate, communicate to manage a remote software teams. When I was a software manager in my uh, older older days, uh, and I've written an article on it on LinkedIn. If you if you guys are interested in reading, uh, and for for this presentation, I thought like what what is the best way to uh, to uh, tell about uh, pro remote product management, and I think that the 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 content of that article are still valid. It's just that I have modified the framework uh, a little bit, uh, which which uh, coincides with like what remote product management entails. And so this that's that's where this framework of organize, communicate, and delegate uh, comes into and into picture. Uh, now uh, the organize part of the of the of the framework deals with uh, uh, resolving ambiguity, um, and the communicate and delegate part is about managing and convincing your stakeholders and their expectations. Uh, let's let's dive into these three components um, and see uh, what 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 is in there. Yeah, so let's let's start by uh, diving into the first component of uh, of this framework, which is organize. Uh, we all know organizing is the key to any successful project, but it becomes even critical when you are managing multiple stakeholders uh, remotely. Organizing the information will help you gain trust from your stakeholders, uh, which was comparatively easier. Uh, when you were in office and could have just asked the status about the project or gathered data casually uh, from your stakeholders uh, by going to their office or desk, whatever. Uh, when you are working remotely, you have to be extra cautious in making sure that all your stakeholders have the same information and doing your homework and writing it down goes a long way in establishing this trust. The first stage of the form framework involves organizing all the information associated with the product feature that is support you need for the product your key stakeholders, document, data, and putting it in a format that can be understood by everybody. In this stage, uh, you will go about creating the product roadmaps, business requirement documents, and with every possible de detail that you have. And at Amazon, we, we write six pages, which help us organize our thoughts effectively. Uh, and, and during the pandemic, I realized that writing these documents uh, have actually helped us do our work effectively, even in a remote setup. I don't know how we could have done <laughs> not done it in any other way. Uh, now, if you see the different components of the organize, 
we have subject deep dive, identify stakeholder, quantitative and qualitative data. So all of these these things, uh, when organized, gives you uh, a perspective. It, it gives you the knowledge required to have a, a good trust with your stakeholders. Uh, you assemble the team in this stage to determine where do you stay, store store the documents so that your uh, your 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 project team can can access those documents. Your uh, tech teams can can know where the BRDs are placed, where the roadmap is is there, uh, and then like basically establishing communication channels like Slack uh, for like which which you can create a similar uh, environment like hallway conversation uh, by creating Slack channels uh, uh, where you are interacting with a smaller group of the of your product uh, team or, or creating a larger group where you can have more informal conversations. And finally, in this stage, uh, you will start creating your vision documents, your roadmaps, your BRDs, which, which will help you communicate your ideas, your thought process to your audience and your stakeholders. Uh, and, and these things are important even uh, when you are doing uh, non-remote product management, but they, some of these components become very, very important in, in uh, when, when you are working in a remote environment. Uh, for example, like document storage or communication channels or identifying right stakeholders and doing a subject deep dive uh, will, will be required uh, for you to organize uh, your, your product roadmap effectively. Now, uh, coming on to the second part of the framework, uh, which is the communicate. Uh, the second with uh, part of the the framework uh, basically deals with effective communication with all your stakeholders and that is particularly important when you are uh, remotely managing stakeholders for delivering products uh, using tools such as whiteboard features screen sharing uh, documents can help communicate your thought process to your stakeholders uh, so that they can align with your vision and provide support required for successful launch of your product uh, some of the tools that have worked for me include uh, like chat groups for informal communication. So I usually, whenever I start a new product, uh, working on a new, new product, I create uh, some informal communication channels between, say, our finance teams, marketing teams. And if there is a cross between, like, say, our operations team and our, uh, our, our tech teams, I create some informal communication groups, which uh, act as a, a, in a similar manner uh, that our hallway conversations uh, could do. Uh, to to communicate with them and create a lighter environment where where uh, nobody's like uh, judging you all the time. Uh, and then second thing that have worked really well for me is uh, doing a screen sharing and video calling. So for example, I was working on a project recently where I had to uh, create uh, like a, a basically to communicate my vision. I had to create the entitlement for that for a pro pro project. Uh, now I created the entitlement, communicated it to the stakeholders, and then like what. I did was I created I basically set up a meeting with all my stakeholders created a, by doing a screen sharing I helped them walk through the mental model how I was thinking through it and what how uh, I arrived at, at at the entitlement that 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 was supposed to uh, that, that 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 was related to the product product now once you do that uh, the other component is the data driven stories what I mean by data driven stories is that uh, uh, Till now, what we have been doing is like we have been keeping data uh, separate and uh, like communicating your vision, which I call stories uh, separate. But creating these data driven stories uh, together where you are communicating your stories through the data uh, creates a big impact on your on your stakeholders, uh, especially in a remote environment where 
uh, it's difficult for them to understand your features, your expressions, your day-to-day uh, -day, like interactions. Uh, Data-driven stories helps to communicate that uh, that that vision effectively uh, by where you have the stories, but at the same time you have anecdotes as well as the data to to communicate your point through. Uh, then the other thing that that uh, that we should do on a, on a regular basis, especially in a remote environment, is is having a daily uh, sync up with your tech teams on the progress that they are making. Having a weekly, bi-weekly meetings with your uh, with your uh, stakeholders, including your leadership teams, uh, so that everybody is abreast with like what is going on in the project and uh, or the product uh, uh, roadmap. And then uh, the final thing is the uh, the status updates. It's it's always helpful if you send regular status updates to your stakeholders uh, so that they are they, they know uh, where you stand, uh, where where the where the product is moving. Is it moving in the right direction? Is there any help needed from from leadership? So these these are the all the tools that that will help uh, uh, you communicate uh, uh, things things effectively with with your uh, tech teams as well as with your uh, business teams. So, uh, as a product manager, you are dependent on your tech and business teams uh, to deliver the product. So, effective delegation is important, and that's the third uh, step of this uh, of this uh, framework, uh, which focuses on align assigning the roles and responsibilities in the product roadmap in collaboration with your tech and business teams. So, now the collaboration is very important here because unless and until your uh, tech and business stakeholders are uh, are, are a hand in hand with you right from the start when you're building your roadmap, it becomes difficult to get their buy-in. And even if you get their buy-in, uh, there are some things that 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 you will only realize once you have started executing the pro product. Uh, for example, in one of my products, I mean, we started working on it, uh, and right in the middle, we realized there was something that that was missed in the design phase. Uh, so we had to go back, do the design work again, and then come back and and start uh, working on that feature. So those things can be avoided if uh, if if you have uh, engaged your tech and business stakeholders right from the from the, from the start. Uh, now uh, and then there are certain things, there are certain steps that you can take. For example, developing an effective delegation plan and assigning key POCs, stakeholders, and leadership to the, those that plan. Uh, brainstorming with your tech and business teams to break down the roadmap into smaller features. Uh, assigning ownership of individual components to identified POCs. Uh, based on their alignment with them, and then basically developing a, a, a tracker. It doesn't have to be an extensive uh, like a tracker, but a simple Excel sheet with roles and responsibilities uh, should should help you uh, uh, effectively uh, delegate uh, the the responsibilities. So uh, in the end, the key takeaways uh, from the key takeaways from the uh, from this presentation are uh, first of all, organizing for success. Because organizing your product components will help you stay in control of your roadmap and will help you in aligning everybody with your vision. The second thing is communicating effectively. Now, communicating efficiently, sorry, communicating efficiently and using the right channels goes a long way in building trust. For example, like developing these Slack groups or uh, or, or, or whatever channel you use to communicate, creating mini groups uh, for communication, uh, screen sharing, video calling, all those help to build that trust that we used to build when we were interacting uh, in face-to-face in, in, -face, uh, in our office days. Uh, the, four, the third component is delegating effectively and following up with your stakeholders. And that's why if you see uh, there is a there is a constant arrow between uh, back and forth between communicate and delegate, which says that like that there should be a continuous follow up between 
between the different stakeholders that you have assigned the work to. Um, so, uh, so I'll uh, I think that that's the the OCD framework which can help you organize your product roadmaps effectively uh, in, in a remote environment. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the product podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. For more product insights, head over to productschool.com.